The Reset Rebel podcast with me, Joe Yule. And this week, it was announced that women will be offered three days menstrual leave every month in Spain under plans set to be approved next week. Once given the green light, Spain will be the first Western country to offer this kind of break, which it's thought will be capped at three days per month. Other countries in the world already grant menstrual leave, including Japan, South Korea, Indonesia and Zambia. And it kind of got me thinking that this is just really a nice confirmation of what us women have always known, that periods really fucking hurt. Working while in complete agony isn't that much fun. Um, And in fact, doing anything while in the throes of the first few days feels like a huge challenge. So I was hugely warmed to see this news, especially um, as I'd already invited today's guest to join me all the way from Barcelona to talk about a creation that she's invented in the name of an app, which provides women with a soundtrack to relieve pain during their time of the month through binaural music. Laura J. Thank you um, so much for being here today with me. Um, how are you doing? I'm great. Thank you very much. And thank you for the invitation. So, Laura, just first of all, can you just tell us a little bit about what you think about this um, news of Spain allowing women to take menstrual leave? Mm, in a few words, it's about damn time. <laughs> Um, I think that it's great. Um, I love seeing this kind of progress, baby steps. Um, there's a lot of things who still need to be changed, but I'm always very enthusiastic to see these um, initiatives happening. I'm, to be honest, a bit surprised that Spain would be the first one uh, amongst the nearby countries. Um, and yeah, it's just like, as again, prove a point, as you mentioned, that it does fucking hurt. Uh, and does have impact as well on our productivity, well-being, focus, and so on. And therefore, once more, um, I would say validating what I'm doing with Munai. Hmm. I mean, why do you think, personally, as a woman, that this decision has been taken by Spain, just out of interest? I can speculate on some aspect to it, um, perhaps with some femtech incentives who are being taken in Spain, perhaps uh, with some uh, social political movement. Um, as again, I'm saying I'm quite surprised that Spain would be the first one. Uh, but nevertheless, considering I'm living here, I'm very proud of it. Mm. And that's exactly how I felt this morning when I woke up and saw it. And um, I was actually, as you say, incredibly surprised. It felt like a very brilliant, um, amazing, forward-thinking piece of news, um, particularly, you know, as I think once, obviously, Spain roll this um, out, if it gets approved next Tuesday, then the rest of Europe will theoretically and hopefully Mm -hmm. follow. And so under the reform package, schools are going to be required to provide sanitary pads for girls who need them, Mm -hmm. which is also... I think, you know, again, something that should have been happening since always. And right now, um, you know, with women's rights so hugely compromised with the Roe versus Wade case rumbling on in the background um, and threatening to take women's rights away um, to have an abortion. I think it's, you know, just so positive to see the Secretary of State for Equality uh, and Against Mm -hmm. Gender Violence, Angela Rodriguez, announcing this package of measures um, to not only guarantee menstrual health and recovery of reproductive health, Um, just in March, but she's already 
um, working towards giving women leave if they've just had an abortion as well. And again, you know, with everything that's going on in America, I felt mm-hmm. like, you know, this was really, really amazing to read this when I woke up today. Yeah. And I mean, America, and you don't even need to go that far. If you look at Poland, who has as well some strong laws against abortion, um, it's 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 really interesting because I, from my point of view, there's a lot of countries um, who take really good initiatives to go forward. And, you know, like uh, baby steps of like improving um, women and people identifying as women's health and rights and so on. And then there's other countries who will go backwards or create some new barriers. Um, so it's quite uh, confusing. Um, nevertheless, have a lot of hopes in that area. I think as well, um, unfortunately, fortunately, it really depends how you see it, but um, something who's incentivizing all these innovation, all these uh, breakthrough as well, the um, realization of the economical impact that women do have on the economy. Mm-hmm. So um, just in my case for Munai, um, a way of actually... Um, let's say, selling the Munai app but because we are providing the app, a premium version of the app for companies to give to the employee or to healthcare providers for their clients. Um, if we come and approach them in a very, I would say, just ethical or human-oriented way of just explaining, well, period very like hurts a lot. So it would be good to provide actually a solution which is non-chemical. It does not really work. However, if you explain that nine days of uh, work days are taken a year by a woman because of menstrual discomfort representing 7.7 million euros in society and so on, then they listen to it. So I really think that that's um, a factor to the growth to it as well. Mm, funny that, that the... Uh... The power of money makes all the difference to, um, yeah, always, change. always, change. <laughs> always driven always. by the, the financial impact. Quite unbelievable. I mean, let's, let's, you know, explain um, fully what, you know, you do with Moon Eye. Obviously, this yes. is also beautiful work that you do to empower Thanks. women. And I think, you know, can, can you maybe tell me for, for starters, like what inspired you personally to make um, the Moon Eye app? So, yeah, absolutely. So Munai um, is uh, an audio app uh, providing sounds or, as we call them, soundscapes who are personalized and based on neuroscience to help alleviate period pain and beyond. So it goes as well for helping with focus, productivity, sleep and as well other illnesses or pains. Um, it's a sort of way of seeing it as uh, how a personalized Spotify could hijack your brain and perceiving the pain perception and improve your emotional state. Um, and, and it's based on science, it's based on clinical trials. Um, so it's quite interesting uh, in that area. And this came up because my ex-partner and I, we met a bit more than a year ago. Um, in Barcelona, actually, I got blocked in Barcelona due to COVID reason, was supposed to be there just for holidays. And now it's been nearly two years. <laughs> and we met through a hackathon um, where basically you were at a, put together with a team of people you didn't know. And you had 72 hours to build a startup from scratch, a uh, very Silicon Valley vibe. And well, that happened, she was going through her cycle. And again, 72 hours, you don't have time to just stop and try to um, alleviate your pain or just go through it, uh, which we all know that when you suffer from period pain, you, you're 
you need to, the society kind of push you to keep going and to bear that pain and, and pretending really everything's fine. Well, it seems like uh, the war of Vietnam is happening in your uterus, you know, so it's quite, it, it was quite interesting to go through this and just to realize, wow, society is really not adapted for women and people identifying as women. Uh, it's not something new. It's something who has always existed and will always exist. And uh, last time I checked, it's like 49.6% of the worldwide population plus non-binary uh, non people. So um, it's quite interesting uh, to see that nothing is really put in place for this uh, and that we just need to go through it. And so while talking about it, we kind of use this, I would say frustration uh, and amusement to it uh, as a fuel to look into a solution. Uh, we were there to build a startup. Turns out that we did have a pain that we found out about and that we kind of always knew about. And we were just thinking, okay, how, how can we improve this? How can we hijack or improve the pain, improve the emotional state, just improve these two, three days uh, or as well with the PMS and uh, post-spirit uh, moment, but with a non-chemical and non-intrusive approach. Um, and so... I have a background in music technology or audio technology. Um, always been fascinated with the sort of, I don't want to say power of music because it sounds very hippie, but rather how music can affect you on a cellular level. How, what does it do to your brain? Uh, a very, I would say, neuroscientific approach to it, how it's creating endorphins and so on. So I had already 10 years of like researching this while working in the industry of music tech as a business developer. Um, and so just by connecting dots, we're thinking, okay, well, maybe there's a way of using sounds, frequencies to kind of hijack the, the brain. I was already using sort of binaural beats uh, for my ADHD, uh, really helped me, binaural beats helped me to get my university degree, uh, helped me to get a lot of things done. So really from that point, um, we connected the dots, uh, made some research, found out the first, um, well, clinical trial who was titled, how does music affect people suffering from dysmenorrhea? Dysmenorrhea is the scientific term for period pain. So really it was just in front of us. Uh, we contacted uh, the researcher, Dr. Martin Savidra, he was the first one who uh, decided to join and provide support um, in the development of Munai. And then from there, we contacted a lot of other people working in that field, neuroscientists, um, who did the whole, the whole work on this. You know, when you're talking about binaural beats, I mean, obviously I know what they are, but like for people that have no idea what you're talking about, I mean, what is a binaural beat? So binaural beat is um, the third... Uh, auditive illusion created when you listen to sound who will be um, with different frequencies from the right and left ear. Uh, let's say a sound is created with uh, 100 hertz on your left and 110 hertz on your right. Your brain cannot cope with this imbalance and is going to create this illusion of this 10 hertz of difference. Now that's something you cannot hear um, normally. It's really created only in your brain. And this will have impacts um, on your brain waves. And your brain wave is something that you always have. It's something who's uh, composed of all your neurons together. And when you're angry or when you're relaxed, you have a different level of brain wave, uh, like amplitude level. 
So this binaural beat basically, depending on the frequency, the 10 hertz, for let's say, is going to impact that brainwave. And that's what we're doing with Moonite. We are creating binaural beats. who are going to help to lower that brainwave. So the user will think uh, that it's not in pain and it's a relaxed state. So what kind of actual scientific research has been done into the use of, you know, this kind of music to alleviate mm-hmm. pain specifically? So there's a lot of different research paper, clinical trial. Um, to be honest, that's always the first question we always get. So we kind of aggregate it and put everything in a folder and just send it through. Um, so there's been a lot of work on that field about how the uh, analgesic effect of music. Um, and then we have as well, we're working with different experts in that field. And lastly, there's as well a lot of case studies. So music um, to help ease the pain, or again, I like to use the word hijack the pain, is already being used in clinics, hospitals for um, teeth removal, for post-surgery uh, recovery. So it's not something new. It's something who's always been a bit like used, I would say, uh, by a certain type of uh, people industry and very oriented uh, to the people who will use it um, for their patient or customer, but never put in the other way, never have a direct link uh, with user themselves uh, to, to use it as, a, as an analgesic effect. I think, yeah, I mean, everybody, I guess, humans like to have proof, don't they? They like to kind of, yeah. you know, be given the science and, and, and kind of a little bit of a, you know, an introduction as to, as to how it works, I think, before mm-hmm. they invest in these kinds of things. But I have actually just downloaded the app myself. Um, mm-hmm. I have, you know, it is not my time of the month, so I can't, I can't judge for certain just now, like the, the effects of it. But I think, you know, it's so beautiful that it's actually free currently as you said there's going to be a premium um premium service rolled out in in at a later date but you know I mean how difficult was it to kind of you know to come from the idea of deciding that you wanted to to make this for app for women to actually you know beginning the process of finding the people to actually make it happen Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting question. Um, so first, just to, to give a bit more detail what you said earlier, um, you can use the app for other purposes, right? So we focus on period-related pain uh, because, well, we need it. <laughs> and I think that's a big uh, gap to fill in. But we really want, and that's what we're focusing on right now in, in our new campaign. And what we're going to talk about is emphasizing about the educa- educational aspect of binaural beats. You can use them as well for helping with your productivity, your sleep, or just general well-being, or even if you have a migraine or back pain. So um, if that's the case in the next 24, 48 hours, please use Munai and let me know about it. Um, and the premium, premium, uh, so it will always be free. Uh, that's a big, important point. What's going to be premium uh, in a later stage is more uh, enhanced immersive experiences, compatibility with smart devices, offline version, et cetera. But it's really a big point for Munai that it will always be free for anybody who needs it. And uh, so how did we start it and how did we find people? Um, well, as I explained a bit the background and how we met and all of this, uh, to be honest, it was quite easy. So when we came up with the idea and started a bit talking around us and talking to friends, family and other people we didn't know, um, everybody was quickly on board, uh, which was proving, again, that it was a very ne- well-needed uh, 
uh, project. And everybody was so on board that uh, we did all our tests like super easily. We find all the testers uh, in, in really a short amount of time. And every person who joined in as a team member or advisor were really all keen to join the project because of its social impact to it. So um, I, I wouldn't say it was very difficult on that side. And it's just very nice to see how people are willing to contribute to this kind of innovation. I mean, I've worked with 432 Hertz music also mm -hmm. within, you know, yoga classes that I've given and retreat spaces and workshops mm -hmm. and things. And, you know, that's also that's great. mental clarity and unlock intuition. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's all about frequency at the end of the day. And, you know, apparently exactly. the 432 obviously works to reduce anxiety, lowers the heart rate and blood pressure. Um, but I'm just, yeah, I found, find it like very interesting to hear. That's obviously a def very different frequency with binaural music that you're you're talking about. So I'm kind of like, what what sort of neurological, you know, what's the neurological effect or difference between the two? Yeah, so for example, we're working with um, delta waves and high alpha waves. Um, delta is going to be more uh, focusing on the sleep aspect and relax and kind of give this um, snooze effect while high alpha is being alert while being relaxed. So um, not to go too much into details, but that's really like how frequency can be split and based on the objective. So when you download the app and you want to have some sounds, the question will be, uh, what's your objective? Is it to sleep or to be focused? Um, and then if obviously you're in your cycles and then if you're in cycle what's your intensity the pain intensity what's your emotional state so this helps us to kind of classify to have the algorithm recommending your sound who has been designed by the team and validated by the experts to really answer these specific needs and you're mentioning about yeah the binaural beats and what you're using and and Thank God there's people like you using that in yoga classes. That's so brilliant. Um, I, I would definitely would like to, to join one uh, when you do the next one. Um, it's so important because, I mean, you don't need to go really down deep into, into science. If you think about how we're just brought on earth, uh, we, are, we started in the womb of our mother and kind of sinks to the heartbeat. Uh, so it's kind of something that we have in us since the very, very beginning. Um, it's one of the first way of communicating as well in the history of society and humankind. Um, so really from there, after it's more going a bit more detail into, yeah, frequency, how does it affect your brain? How, for example, um, the BPM, the beats per minute, of 60 is going to help with your breath and your breathing and your oxygen level well. Your heartbeat at a relaxed state is at 60. So if you create a sound based on 60 and your ear is going to synchronize, your breathing is going to synchronize, improving your oxygen level, helping to dilate your uh, blood vessels, helping with the blood circulation. Uh, and we know that, for example, period pain is an obstruction in the blood circulation. So all of this, you know, connects and there's so many aspects to it about frequencies, about the parameters of the sound, how they're being built. Is it going to be minor notes, major notes, um, the use of certain instrument? Um, can you put vocals into it? Can you add um, echo sounds to it? All of this has an impact on 
the brain and the body in different ways. I mean, it's just so fascinating. I could, it I is. Could it is. I could day. go on. I really. I could. I could spend literally a day speaking about this because it's it's so fascinating. And what's most fascinating, that's why I'm passionate about Munai and and I would say soundscape for well-being because that's really the whole term of functional music. I think that's a term that Tom Tom Middleton, our advisor, is always using, and I really like it. Mm. Um, it's just highlighting how you don't need to spend fortunes or ruin your body through drugs and chemicals and so on. And you have things you are just there. And if people could, you know, be more you adding binaural beats, adding, you know, functional music to their life, I think that the world will be really a better place and there will be less problems. I couldn't agree more. I think that's very interesting. The point you make there about, you know, wrecking yourself with um, drugs and, you know, drugs and booze and God only knows what, you know, things that we turn to on the first few days of our period. And, you know, I definitely basically chewing half a packet of painkillers on day Mm -hmm. one of my period and quite often washed down with just um, one gin and tonic because that is actually for me that really works I mean I don't really do it so much anymore but there were there have been periods of my life where you know that was recipe for relief on day one and which is disgraceful sometimes what else is out there what else is out there and what other solutions have I got? I've meditated, I've yoga, I've exercised, I've eaten well, I've rested, none of it's working. I've literally got to get on with my day and, you know, sometimes desperate measures. But to think that this app is out there, I actually can't wait for my next period now to see, <laughs> to see how yeah. it works. To see. I, can't, I can't wait for your feedback. <laughs> but it's, I, I really like what you highlight because, it, again, it's just a proof. Um, I'm, I'm sure if you were, you were telling that to, I would say, man, uh, about what you did for, for your, the first day of the period, which we know is always the worst of all, um, they would be surprised. Whereas for women, it's like, yeah, you need to do what you can. Like, there's no other solution. As you mentioned, you need to get on with your day because the world doesn't stop when you have your, especially the first day of your period. You still need to do things. You still have deliverables. You still need, if you have kids, you still need to take care of your kids. If you have, like, the world keeps keeps going on. And and so, yeah, it's, it's quite interesting, especially in the timing we are right now, because um, so far it was kind of... Um, Kind of take it for granted that as a woman, you or a person who menstruates and you have pain, that you need to take, you know, ibuprofen or whatever and take just drugs and not complain about it. Or what's the alternative? Doing nothing. Mm, Not that great. Um, And now with, you know, post-COVID where people were complaining about the vaccines and wearing masks and, oh, my God, I need to spend money on the mask. And it just gave a kind of a perspective on wait a minute, like, are you complaining about buying masks? Whereas as a woman, we need to buy uh, sanitary products to every month and for on an average of 38 years. And same with ibuprofen, uh, 38 years, if you do the calculation, it's like on average more than 4,000 pills you're taking on a lifetime. So can you imagine the damage it does to your liver? And yet it was taken for granted and yeah, it is what it is. And mostly the main frustration is um, that it's sort of like one size fits all and it's not the case at all. So yeah, that's all the, the aspect that Munai is trying to tackle or at least provide an alternative solution is non-chemical, non-intrusive, doesn't represent any mechanism of harm. And as well, um, educating a bit on this matter, whether it comes from menstrual health and well-being, but as well, 
um, functional music and how you can use uh, frequencies and sound in your daily life. I think it's a beautiful idea and a beautiful concept, but even what you're saying there about this, you know, not wanting to put like toxic, you know, toxic chemicals and drugs into our bodies and all the damage that does do. And, you know, it's only really what in the last six months that I've seen Tampax introduce um, a, a brand without bleach in them and they're mm-hmm. eco and organic. And you just think, well, how, how many people didn't even know that, you know, tampons were full of bleach and that is going into your body and sitting there for a whole three, four, five day period, depending on how long this all continues for. I mean, it's just, it's just quite unbelievable, really. Um, I think the the lack of awareness, I think that a lot of people do have about, you know, what that means as a woman to go through this process every month. And, you know, oh, yeah, that's definitely. Why it's so important to have conversations about this, I think, because I do think you do just feel quite helpless some of the time um, when those um, when those days come up and when you are feeling like you just cannot crack on with the normal uh, daily doings. Mm. And um, I think this is going to be, um, yeah, I think this is going to be amazing for a lot of people to, or women obviously to know that is there to support them through that whole journey. Um, and I'm really, really excited about, um, about taking, what's the reaction been so far from the people that have downloaded it and how long has it been live? So we started, just to give a bit of a timeline, we started, I would say, creating or thinking about the idea uh, last year around December, January. So it's quite new, uh, but we've been going really, really fast, which sometimes is a bit overwhelming, but in a good way. Um, we, we managed to get a fundraise by just mentioning the idea and the prototype and so on. And so we did our first soft launch, so um, launch without any marketing, any advertisement, just really quietly and a bit secretly of the better product, meaning the most basic version of the app yet. Um, and we did it in February. Uh, so we just reached nearly 10,000 downloads uh, which is just incredible. Uh, we we can consider that as a, a growth hacking, viral growth, uh, because again, with no marketing spending, reaching that number is just absolutely mental. And yet it's the better product and yet we haven't communicated on it. And this is going to, now the, the product is being improved. Um, we had uh, received some feedbacks and so on. So a lot of improvement has been made. Uh, we're implementing new sounds. We're as well focusing, as I mentioned, on the educational part of please use sounds even outside your period. Trust me, it's going to work. You can use it for, um, you need to be more focused. You need to improve your sleep patterns whatsoever. Use it, use it. It's really like trying to to give this kick in into this entire new world or new approach of dealing with well-being and health. Um, and the feedback is it's just super overwhelmingly good. So a lot of people are, are thanking us for what we're doing, which again, it's, it's bigger than us. It's just not us. It's just highlighting something who always has existed, but um, customize or with an approach more comprehensive to women or people identifying as a woman's health, uh, which I think is very important because that's what I was saying. One size doesn't fit all. And uh, and yeah, people just excited as well to see how it's going to improve. Uh, the new features are going to be implemented um, and, and just a lot of positive positive feedback to it 
I actually bumped into one of our previous podcast guests, um, Tom Middleton, who's obviously a DJ and very well known for his unbelievable kind of like old classic house sets. And, um, you know, I've run into him a few times across the years doing podcasts in Paris for Smirnoff. I just feel like it's interesting that musicians and DJs who are known for other kinds of music are now using their tools and their skills to, you know, move more into the well-being world of music. And I think that's just so, so, so needed at this particular mm-hmm. moment in time. I mean, I know that Tom's been doing that for quite a while now, but I feel, yeah, you know, this is the moment in time to use that toolbox to to actually you know, help people out of really dark times, not just from from period pain, but you know, Tom obviously does the the sleep therapy and um, the aids for relaxation mm-hmm. and people that have insomnia and obviously DJs particularly are on the move all the time and you know in crazy time zones and obviously there's been less of that <laughs> in the last few years for for many of us. But I feel you know that there's just so much um, that can be given back through that knowledge and that power of music, as exactly. you said. And I don't find that hippie at all I mean we were we're all big balls of energy at the end of the day and you know mm. how do you communicate with a big ball of energy you send one frequency to, from one atom to another so it just makes perfect sense in my head and um yeah I just think that it's great that he's also on board as a as an ambassador and yeah. a mentor for the project absolutely absolutely I think um at least that was a very important part as well of building Munai is um very glad about providing help uh, for well-being and health but there was this kind of as well sub quest of as I said proving that music is just more than entertainment and meaning as well the actors of the music industries artists DJs sound producers everybody is so important in that field and I mean that's something I've been advocating since all my life and <laughs> especially with my parents who always told me no the music industry is you know just entertainment it's just a Mickey Mouse industry and I was like, no, there's more to it and I'm going to prove you wrong. Um, and so it's really important that Munai as well is taking part in that mission to highlight the importance of artists and um, the work that's behind. So um, I'm being, we're being mentored in Munai and as well, she, she's now advisor, business partner, uh, uh, we're being mentored by Georgia Taglietti, um, who's, um, who was working with Sonar. She's uh, the manager of Laurent Garnier. Uh, she said, director of She Said So Spain, a uh, very influential person and first supporter, first, first supporter of Munai. And she was the one who actually introduced me to Tom, um, explaining uh, his impact, what he was doing and so on. And when that happened, we had the first conversation together. He was so on board and so enthusiastic about Munai. And it was just fitting what he's been doing for, for the last decade or more. Um, he's really a pioneer in that space, and I, I wish there would be <laughs> there was like more artists like him. Uh, and he provided as well not only a support but being advisor as well for Munai and helping with building the sounds, the soundscape that they need to be validated and so on. So there's really a whole methodological approach to it, scientific approach to it. And Tom is the one helping us in that matter, and and so it's. Again, all of this together really connects with, as I was explaining, the subquest of through Munai, we can highlight um, this aspect of the artist world and music industry world and show the connection with other industries such as health and well-being. 
I think that's brilliant that she said so have gotten behind um, the app. I think, you know, they're just such a powerful group of women who are obviously also trying to empower um, women in the music industry, which I think, you know, Spain seemed to be one of the leaders really of the, of the she said so kind of movement as well. So I think that's very interesting, actually. You're not, you're not from Spain, are you? Your accent's very, no, very different. No, my, <laughs> my accent is very hard to put because I'm originally <laughs> from Belgium uh, my father's British however he grew up in Germany so as you can imagine the accent is, is quite weird uh, no no I'm I'm in Spain I'm in Barcelona since two years um, and I got very lucky to be in touch with as I mentioned the amazing uh, Giorgia Taglietti who really opened a lot of doors and um, her vouching for me but as well for Munai it's 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 so um, was so helpful, so helpful in so many ways, uh, and I, I can't thank her enough. Um, and as well, in terms of organization of empowering women, people identifying women uh, in the music industry, there's of course, yes, she said so, which is an important actor. But then you have other organizations who are like uh, Femnoise as well, based in Barcelona. You have um, Female Pressure, which is like a worldwide network. Um, there's more and more of these organizations and it's very interesting to see now that they have a, always a place in every music industry convention, forums and so on. And it's always nice to meet all this crew of a very uh, powerful and influential person um, at these conventions. It's always like feeling like a big family gathering up and pinpointing some aspect who still needs to be changed, uh, but like always not only pinpointing, but creating as well some incentives, some projects who are concrete, some actions who can be done and not just talking about it. So that's why I really appreciate all these organizations and people working with them and how it's important for Munai to always be connected um, to them. How, how easy, I mean, we've talked about, you know, a little bit of the kind of uh, process of uh, giving birth, so to speak, but, you know, to create an app, to come from this idea and to actually, you know, get it off the ground and it's out there and it's got 10,000 downloads <laughs> or 10,001 as of today, uh, how, you know, how does it, how easy was that as a woman to kind of get this, get lift off for something quite enormous, really? Um, honestly, madness. I think that's uh, what my ex-partner and myself, we were always saying um, when people were asking us this question, we're like, honestly, I have no idea. We just went with it. And that's what I was saying at the beginning with trust your gut's feeling, trust your intuition. Um, you know, all these kind of expression, we'll cross that bridge when we get there, just go for it. That's really what was the mindset because the moment we stopped and started to overthink, that were, was the moment when there was doubts and, oh my God, this, this is going to be impossible. I mean, we started with no money. We literally were, we stopped working on our, on our respective jobs. We had no money. I had barely no savings. As I said, I was like in Barcelona really because COVID happened and so on. I didn't have nothing sorted out in my administratively. I was renting a flat for months. I didn't know what I was going to do after that. So it was really like, okay, let's go with the flow. I trust my instinct. Let's go. Let's let's trust in the madness. Um, so I don't know if it's like a mix of being mad, brave, idiot. <laughs> but we just decided to go with it. And, and it turns out that it worked well. And so I don't know if it's something that everybody should do. Uh, maybe the timing was good. Maybe, you know, our background, the network, the people we met, everything was kind of a line for us to, to make it happen. 
Um, but honestly, there was no you know, detailed plan of how it was going to be. There was a plan about, oh, we're going to create Munai like this. And we think that uh, we can, you know, have a fundraise like this. And this is the product roadmap. And this is the business model. Of course, this was sorted out. But first of all, it always changed and constantly changes. But as well, it's just like, yeah, trusting your guts and go with it. I love that. And I think, you know, I'm very intrigued as well to the kind of accelerator pitch process and how that kind of, you know, how that was. I've seen some bits of you on Instagram, obviously speaking at some very high profile events about the app. But I mean, mm. you know, from an instigation to, you know, ignition to where it is now, mm-hmm. I mean, how, how quick was that? And how, super you know, quick. how scary was it? Super quick, super scary, everything. Um, it's, um, I'm laughing now, but trust me, I wasn't laughing <laughs> When, when we were in the middle of it. And I mean, it's it's not like we're done. There's so much now. It's just the beginning. And um, we we started talking about it, as I said, like um, December 2020 and, and started thinking about, okay, how can we sketch up a prototype? And we, we were lucky enough to, to find someone who, who made us a prototype. So a very, very basic version of an app where there was just sound. There was three, four sound and that was it. And I mean, it was, it would look good, but it was just the basic uh, version of it because the most important is after we, you know, we talked to more than 130 women uh, based in Europe and US to ask them, okay, well, aside from the pain itself, what's your biggest frustration? And they, they were saying, well, the lack of alternative who are non-chemical, non-intrusive and a bit more comprehensive because again, everybody's like given one type of pill and we're not the same body in the same shape, the same, you know, reaction. And as well, we were like checking what's their habit. Do they have Spotify? Do they use app? Do How would they react to uh, get this new approach of like creating this new habit? Oh, I have pain. I'm going to use a, an audio app. Um, and so we did this research. We created a prototype and then we find some better users and just ask them, okay, can you for the next two, three months use Munai and just tell us how you feel? And we did like a whole... Um, a sort of a daily like a check-in they have a self-reporting diary um pre-feedback post-feedback and so on and from there we got like the result of having 90 percent of efficiency of reducing the pain and improving emotional state and a lot of positive feedback returning users and from there we we're like okay we we seem to have something here very interesting so with this this kind of metrics uh we pitched to a fund um and basically told them, okay, now we need to fundraise because we would like to build the product um, at a, well, a better version of the product and we need to increase the team, we need help. And as well, as I said, we were like running out of our savings and so on. So I was very passionate about being able to pay my rent. Um, and so we got the funding uh, and that helped us to really inject everything into the product development, hiring some uh, developers and continuing our research, continuously asking users uh, about it. And so it was scary. It was very intense and so on. But to be honest, we were so into it that it was like we didn't listen to the fears or for sure we were like aware of like, okay, this could stop at any time and it could fail and so on. But because we were constantly talking with users, because we got constantly positive feedback that people were getting on board 
we were getting help from advisors, from very influential people. We were getting always this positive feedback and so on. That, that was kind of the fuel for always going forward and not listening to the self-doubts, the overthinking and what if, what if, what if, and turn the what if who's usually negative to what if, what if it works? What if it helps? What if uh, this becomes a new habit and we can help women and other people uh, with the health and so on? So that's really how it went through. Um, and for sure, for sure, and I want to make sure that everybody knows that there's been some very, very low moments or very, very hard time moments where um, before there was the end, uh, like uh, it was like no no ending and like going down the rabbit hole. But uh, um, fortunately, this, uh, this you know, it, you go up again, like it's kind of a, once you reach... Uh, the the lowest point you can only go up so that was really very important as well like to to always keep this mindset um and yeah and so now we we launched a better uh, product i'm fundraising again so in case there are some listeners who are investors please reach out and uh and yeah we just go forward continuously and never stop thanks you're going to be very very successful with it i'm very very happy for you um thank you so much laura for for joining us thank on the you. reset rebel i wonder if you would be happy for us to play maybe just a little bit of music just to end so people can get a, a feel for the kind of music um I, I will send you that absolutely uh of course uh so people can get a better idea i will send you uh the sound of like one of the, the first the first sounds who have been uh designed for the app Wonderful. Thank you so, so much, Thank you Laura. So much. Good luck with um, with continuing the journey and um, yeah, getting this thing out there and um, launched and into the ears of millions of women and worldwide. Thank you. Thank you as well for the invitation and giving me the opportunity to speak about it. Really appreciate it. Yeah, you're so welcome. Lovely to hear from you, Laura. Thank you very much. Thanks. See you soon.
Every day. 